Hi, my name is Jasmine, and I'm a proud crack baby and patron of the Pat Down. Chris had way too much fun constipating his marriage, so he asked me to pick my favorite bonus episode. I love all of the bonus episodes, and my favorite changes all the time, but for today, it is the Hyman Maneuver. This is my favorite episode because it really shows how awesome Miss Pat is as a storyteller, and it's truly hilarious from beginning to end. You'll get to hear about her many jobs, hustles, and the best fight ever told on the Pat Down. We also get the story about Miss Pat's first joke and about her brother, the cat burglar, and her early comedy years. Everyone discusses sleep, which makes Miss Pat pissed off because Chris has dreams. This is one of my favorites as it is the first time that each story that is told by the group had me crying, laughing, and talking back to the screen. This is the perfect time to say if the Pat Down has ever made you laugh or chuckle, please support this podcast by joining Patreon. The link to Patreon can be found on misspatcomedy.com. And while you're there, make sure you join the Facebook group so you can chat with us. Here's my favorite episode, The Hyman Maneuver. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Welcome to another episode of The Pat Down. I'm here with Chris and Dion and and shit going on with us. What are we talking about? You uh, make fun of my dreams. Yeah, he have wet dreams and I'm not in them. (laughs) Right. That's why I'm making fun of them. (laughs) Get a visit from your ghost mom. Yeah, I, gave, I got a visit from my ghost mom, and she had her teeth in in a dream, too. Aww. And stay tuned, and we're going to tell you about it. You better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. That's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty, but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? It's real, though. And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo. You wait your time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full plans, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Share it, tweet it, ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly, turn it up and gon' repeat it. Did y'all see the article with the uh, Dunkin' Donut employees? I mean, the customers who stabbed the fucking employee. I'm like, I hope you stabbed him because the donuts were dry. <laughs> Cause Dunkin' Donuts, them some dry ass donuts. You ever try to eat one of them little bit of uh, furry motherfuckers? They go down your throat. You need hyman maneuvers after that shit. Hyman maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Are you I'm doing, doing hyman maneuvers. <laughs> I think that's the wrong way, nigga. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> I think you mean Heimlich maneuvers. Well, whatever you. Fuck, I'm, I'm saying these people crazy in this world. <laughs> like I've never gone into like trust me I love donuts we but know I, I've never gone I'm gonna stab somebody over a donut uh, I guess if your Dunkin Donut is stale enough and you pull it off and your coffee is cold you might come back and stab somebody I have one I've had Dunkin Donuts one time in my entire life I got a strawberry frosted donut and I literally that shit gave me diarrhea so bad a donut <laughs> yeah now, it was literally I shot that frosting out for two days. <laughs> now, to be Damn. fair, it's fucking terrible. I go, I see why their slogan is "America runs on Dunkin'" because I was running to the bathroom. Shit, my that shit was so nasty. I need to go get me a strawberry donut. I need shit. <laughs> Are you backed up? No, I just hate people who shit all the time. Well. <laughs> To be fair to Dunkin', he does shit all the time. Yeah, I, I, I probably because of that. I, I don't think. Ugh. 
The worst. Their, their donuts are trash. I've never liked Dunkin' Donuts. It's I like always Dunkin' Donuts. I go there for coffee. I think it's just overrated. Everybody I know goes there for coffee only. I've never nobody I know gets. I think uh, croissants in the morning. They have a good like bacon. Like, have you had the one with bacon and it's like got brown sugar on the? Oh, it's so good. It's a bacon donut, nigga. It's like a croissant with brown sugar coated bacon and no, egg. No. It's delicious. I don't be up early enough to eat that shit. I, I get up really early, three o'clock every morning. Do you wake up naturally or do you set an alarm for then? No, I wake up naturally because the man I sleep next to wakes up for work. <laughs> oh, he goes to work that early? Well, he had to get up and take a shower or whatever the fuck you do, shave his head, roll out of bed, scratch. You know, old people just can't get up. We like cars. You got to start <laughs> us first. You know, nigga got to warm up. the car up. <laughs> yeah, you got to warm your legs up and scratch your arms. And a lot of times he just roll out the bed and lay on the side. And, you know, <laughs> think about life. And- yeah. <laughs> Trying try to get that shit to work. So, you know. We all know somebody who sits on their bed for a little bit just thinks, do I really want to fucking do this? Yeah. I've been there. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've had jobs where I'm like, I really don't want to go in this motherfucker today. Yeah. Besides being a comedian, what's been your favorite job that you had? Mm, you know, I worked at General Motors and Ford. Uh, Nothing unless I came up with it. <laughs> you know, like I was, I always used to get fired, like McDonald's and um, Target fired me. And I just don't see a career in kissing nobody's ass for an extra 25 cents. Then they want to get, they want to bring you in the office and set you down and tell you you're going to get a raise in this 10 cents. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bitch, 10 cents ain't even the taxes on this check. <laughs> so you just gave me another 80 cents a week, a, I mean, a, a, a yeah. day. The fuck 80 cents going to do for me, bitch? I didn't eat coffee. What is the worst trouble you got in at a job, excluding the things we talked about in past episodes? Um, like, what I told you, you the do? time I got to fight in that Frito-Lay. <laughs> no. I actually like that. You know when you get that big box of Fritos and it got out Frito Fritos chips they got all those different chips yeah, yeah. I used to pack that okay. so that that box of chips come down the line and if you got Lay's you put all the Lay's now the next nigga put the Fritos and Doritos so <clears throat> this is gonna I'm be real great young. and I'm uh, I'm it was through a temp service so I'm sitting there and um, you know at the time I didn't really think I was funny and then it's old punk ass boy start talking that bullshit to me so I'm joning the shit out of him on a tatty chip line right <laughs> I'm dragging this nigga I'm calling him everything but the dangling man <laughs> and everybody laughing oh you so funny and I didn't know this nigga was gonna pull this this nigga picked up a whole box of chip and hit me in my head with <laughs> <laughs> and all I heard was take that bitch and my mind say kill him <laughs> Nigga, I bl- I, that's the only time I ever blanked out at a fight. They said I jumped across the conveyor belt where the chips were, and I landed on that nigga like I was a professional wrestler. When I came through, I was just swinging. Pop, 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 pop. And I was bleeding. I still got a scratch on me. He scratched me because he had nails from all up under my neck, and I'm just bleeding. And all I remember just beating the dog shit out that <laughs> nigga. I said, and they, they, they had to pull me off from him. I said, no, nah, that nigga hit me in my head with some potato chip. Because <laughs> 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 I, I don't really remember the fight. I just remember him hitting me in my head, throwing the box. And I turned around because he was like on the belt behind me, and he hit me right there. And I said, oh, nigga, you done fucked up now. (laughs) And I slid across that. I think it was on the other side. I slid across that motherfucking belt, 
And I tore that nigga ass up. And so at the time, I'm in my early, I'm probably like, I don't even, I ain't meet years. I'm probably like 17. And it was this place called the, um, called the, um, it was a club everybody used to go to. I cannot think of the name of the shit. It was a club we used to go to over there for Bankhead. Uh, Silver Fox. That was the name. It was a club called Silver Fox. Every drug dealer, everybody hung out in this. At this time, I ain't working on my drug dealer. I bump into that nigga. He said, you know what? You the only bitch that ever whooped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I got to give it to you. You can fight. I said, you know what? You don't get the fuck out of my face. I'll beat your ass again tonight. <laughs> Ain't got no chips this time. <laughs> yeah, that nigga hit me in my head with, with a bag of chips. That's the only time I ever. And I believe when people say they don't remember killing the motherfucker. Really? Yeah, because when you people do stuff to you and you go out like that, mm-hmm. you, I did not remember that fight. Mm. All I remember was coming through and I'm on him and I'm beating the dog shit out of him. I don't know how I got across that Cravel belt. I don't remember nothing but that chip box coming at me. <laughs> So now did you like sell drugs when you were in your teens and then go do stuff like that and then do the medical examiner stuff and then like did, or did you like dr- sell drugs all throughout? No, I sold drugs when I was like I started about I had Ashley about 15 till I was like 17. I mean, I'm sorry, 15 till I was like maybe I made gear when I was like 20. So about 18 and then uh, in between that, I'm, I'm trying to get out of the streets because I don't went to prison and shit. So I went to school for computer programming. And they just take your fucking money. I ain't learn shit. All I know is control, alt, delete. <laughs> well, you but, called me about copying and pasting once, so no, you yeah. didn't. <laughs> Dude, this was back when only Dale had a computer, Microsoft. And so then um, I... Um, uh, I call myself I moved one time To Jacksonville, Florida With my aunt Because I called myself Lee So I had made All of this money Right Probably Probably like $50,000 and shit And you know I made all of this money And I decided I'm just leaving This motherfucker And I go down there And I stay And I go And I started Cleaning hotels I said I can't do this This ain't me And so I leave Ashley down there For a little while And then I come back And then I decide I'm going to go to Um I, I decided I was going to go to some other type of school and then I drop out and it didn't start really gelling until I met Garrett. Cause when I met Garrett, I was forging checks and selling dope and he just kept fucking with me. Right. Stop doing it. So I said, nigga, all these polo shirts you got, all these nautical <laughs> shit you got, I would bring him like polo and nautical watch and polo at the time was like, nautical at the time was like huge. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't want that. So he would literally take the watch back and get a gift card and pay his credit card. That's the type of nigga he was. Instead <laughs> right. of flashing and, you know, profiling like the rest of us. And he was like, I don't want this shit. I want you to stop doing this dumb shit. And so when I got cussed at my sister kids, that's when I kind of gave it up. So I was always back in. I was I always had a scheme. From that to check forging to running out the gas station with beer. <laughs> the beer bandit. <laughs> well, it wasn't mean. It was mostly my baby daddy's, my first kid's father. We would run out the store with the beer. I didn't even fucking drink. We would go to the park over there and just sit over there and drink. Did you have a tough time? Did you and Garrett have a tough time mixing that uh, that psychology of like, I need to be flashy, I need to look a certain way, versus his like very downplay, just kind of down-to-earth style? Like, did In the early days, did you guys fight a lot about that? We didn't really fight a lot about that. Uh, I just knew he wasn't a flashy person, mm. and I was. I was very. The only thing I didn't get was gold teeth, mm. but uh, like I always wanted my hair fixed, and um, 
you know, I was I was in the streets and he wasn't. So when I kind of settled down, I was so happy to be settled down. You know, I was going I couldn't get my hair fixed like I wanted no more. I didn't have that money no more. I didn't have that hustle no more. But hey, I had him and I had those kids. And so I just learned to do it what I had, which was fucking nothing. Yeah. Because I had to close six fucking kids. Yeah. And I think I'm 20. I think he's 22 and I'm I'm 20. 21, something like that. But you were one of the hardest working people I know. And I know that that didn't turn off during those years. Like, what were you working at? Was that when you were doing the concession stuff? No. Um, actually, uh, I was at home being a welfare queen for a little while, just watching the young and the restless. I kept getting pregnant. I got Gary. I had a baby before Gary around the one I told you earlier. <laughs> and then I uh, rest in peace. <laughs> Next to the um, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't make it. And then I had, I turned around and had Gary Allen. Then I had Junebug. And after I had Junebug, I got my fucking tubes tied. So mm. I'm raising kids. And so I figured, hey, I need to do something in my motherfucking life. I'm sick of being broke. I, I just, I hated being broke. And you know, when you're on section eight, you get a utility check and you get a check to pay your rent. And then, you know, them little check. Then I got like welfare for my sister kid. So I probably bring in $1,200 a month. So this ain't no goddamn money. Mm-hmm. Every penny I get, I got to do a layaway for the kid. I can do shit for myself. Plus, they play all the sports. And then that shit was a struggle. And then the next hustle that came along was um when I started doing the concessions for the dome. Yeah. And I made a shit ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if we ever talked about that on the show at all. No, because I'm doing something with that. Yeah. So we're not going to okay. talk about that really. But I always got to hustle. And then the next thing you know, uh, while I'm doing concession, I got into comedy. Yeah. And I would literally leave a football game and take my ass to uh, go get on stage. And I just knew something. I just knew something was there. A lot of people thought I was crazy. Can we take a break and then talk about your first time on stage? Yeah, sure. All right. So you went you, during that period. You go on stage. Like, what was your first comedy set like? And were you just? Scared? I never told you this. I've never heard it. No. My first set was my brother used to be a professional cat burglar, right? And so, <laughs> and he would take all of us with him. I was all hustle. He would break in house. We would go up in the house. And I remember him going in the house one day, and he kicked the door down. And there was a lady in the living room. He said, "Freeze, bitch! I'm the FBI!" And grabbed the TV and ran out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I swore my hand to God I could call him now if he won that work. And the my FBI brother was so for first burglar in. <laughs> What'd you say? The FBI stands for first burglar in. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so greedy with the robberies that I just quit going with him. He wasn't fair. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Fuck you. He wasn't fair. You went with him. Why didn't you take what you wanted? Because he would say, he would kick the door and be like, that mine, that mine, that mine. You can't call dibs. He called dibs. <laughs> you got to carry it, but that's mine. So I stopped fucking with him. I said, no, nigga, you too greedy. You get everything in the motherfucker out. And then you walk out there with a basket of clothes you can't wear. I never, <laughs> I never thought like people broke into houses calling dibs. <laughs> Yeah, that what he used to do. That mind, that mind, that mind, that mind. Well, what the fuck is mine, then? You just here for the experience. Right. So I stopped going with him. I told him. And one time he was out there, bless her soul, she did. But one time he went out there with ex-baby mama, but he was living with his other baby mama. And he and something happened, the robbery goes wrong, and he leave her out there, and she go to jail. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck you going to get that bitch out of jail? She didn't even tell on him either. And she got an armed robber case. 
That's how dumb we were. I remember when we were, I told y'all by the time we used to break in cars on the side of the expressway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to do that too. You wouldn't really get shit, a car out of gas. You know, you might get a few quarters, nickels here or there. Just shit like that. Still a radio to go sell it. Anything to survive the eater. You know, just to be able to get out, you know, that's shit we did. It's funny because I have a childhood friend named Dallas, and he was my brother's childhood friend, really. And at the time, we was younger. I used to think he was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And he used to use Ambi all the time. Nigga don't use Ambi so much his nose is blacker than the whole face now. And um, he always in my face, but you're so beautiful. I said, Dallas, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not 12. I'm not 10 anymore, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> well, he had a call, so I... I <laughs> <laughs> they see me rolling. I, I, they hate I you. I, I think I'm saying it Trying wrong. Trying to get back with Miss Pat. <laughs> you know, you're so beautiful. I said, get the fuck out of my inbox, you ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yes, always sending me pictures of your ugly kid. I don't see your ugly kid. They giants like you, nigga. They giants like you. <laughs> feet five, four. <laughs> no, he about eight feet tall. Big old nigga. Get the fuck out of my face. He's having, he's having a, a, a cutlass with the boom in it, and it was a gold color. Oh, my God. He thought everything. If you know, back then, we had them kind of calls. Right. Oh, I couldn't stand him. And he didn't like me. I liked him, but he didn't like me. So now, all of a sudden, he like, I said, Dallas, I'm married. What the fuck am I going to do with you? you? Nigga, you unhealthy. I ain't fucking with no new dying, nigga. <laughs> Nude. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Who the fuck switch out? Son? You know, one broke down man for another one. <laughs> I'm going to keep the problems I already got, she bitch. She said, I'm not switching for a new dying Nick. <laughs> He's a giant. With a black nose. <laughs> He's like the opposite of Rudolph. Yeah. And she treats him like Santa treats Rudolph. <laughs> Get out of here, you freak. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Oh, I was going to tell you this. So I went today, I went to the uh, doctor. We were, we were talking about the uh, your first set. Oh, that oh, so that remind, was my first joke. I'll remind joke. you about the doctor, though. Yeah, yeah, I, that was my first joke. So I go on stage and I say, my brother, a professional cat burglar, he used to breaking people. I said, "Free bitch, I'm the FBI," oh. and grabbed the TV and that, I got a laugh. I was like, "Oh, I'm a comedian." Yeah, <laughs> didn't you, know what the fuck I was doing. Did you were you just bit by the bug immediately then? Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've not gonna wood. I've, I haven't been booed. I've had some rough sets. But nobody really boos boo me. Oh, getting booed is the best and the worst at the same time. You've been booed. It's the worst while it's happening. It's hilarious afterward. <laughs> when you go back and you watch it, or people tell you about it, oh, it's fantastic. Uh, like, what ooh, what did you awful. get booed about? Just people didn't think the joke was funny. If mm. they don't like you and they boo you, like if if people don't like you enough to audibly tell you you're doing really poor. Mm. Like most of the time, if you're not doing well, people it. You know, they'll nod or they're, you know, or they just won't say anything. But if you like are really bad to where a person is like, hey, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They at least have a feeling. She she used to have this thing at her show where she would be like, we ain't even worried about it. You would scream when they, when they were, when they, when they suck. And the audience would say, we ain't even worried about it. I mean, you better get the fuck on. <laughs> that never happened to me, but I'd be in the back watching just fucking. I love watching people bomb. Oh, it's I the don't. Greatest. It's the greatest. It, it would drive my nose out. 
try your nose out. <laughs> she had this one dude come up. You remember that one dude who was, you say he looked like uh, Martin Luther King. He was so fucking bad. He said he got kicked out of Canada for comedy. <laughs> I cannot remember this dude's name. But he, Miss Pat went on stage after the, she joined this nigga for like 10 fucking minutes. And she had everybody. And I mean everybody hollering, falling out of their chairs. He was so fucking corny. He said his landlord was Captain Crunch and he lived in a Dorito bag or something. And people are just looking at him like, what the fuck? So Pat literally just cuts this nigga off and goes on stage and takes the mic from him. I don't remember that. That shit was so fucking funny. I think Dion would be making up stories about I I can call three comics right now (laughs) that were there. I can't I remember what his name was though. He was he was from California or Oregon or something like that. It, it used to be some horror movies up there. Like why 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 are you doing this? Yeah, just tell me why you playing with the mic. Yeah, please. We were talking about that off air last week. Like, quit wasting people's time. Yeah. Like, there's real comics that want to get up there and well, all these pretenders that are well, you got there well, for drugs. You gotta let, let people start off with their dreams. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how, but I'm just saying, do the shit in the closet for two years first. <laughs> you can always tell when a comic's gonna suck when they play with the mic cord. Mm. Any any comic who 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 isn't just now starting out and they're fucking with the cord and be like, this nigga's not gonna be funny. Is it like a nervous tick thing? It's just, it's, they don't have focus. It's like, yo, you, you should, they're worried about what they look like with all this stuff. Anytime they do one of these whips, it's like, this nigga's not going to make me laugh for the next five minutes. It's mm. guaranteed. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's true. I've never noticed that. Mm. I, you, you, go to go to open mic and watch the nigga who plays with the core and watch how much you don't fucking laugh. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter where you go in the country. Anybody who fucks with the mic court is not going to be funny. It's just a rule of comedy. I don't know why it is that way. Dion, I think that's your fucking rule. Because <laughs> I mean, who, who, do you, who are you, you to make the rule? I'm saying, go, go. You walk out there and get tangled up in the motherfucking car. No, it's not. It's, you always have to like adjust after the next person because usually they just. But if they're the whole time they're doing this and they're balling it up, and oh it's like, yeah, this they nervous. That's a nervous tick. Yeah. So you were going to say something about the doctor or going to the doctor before, and then I cut Oh, you I went up. to the doctor today. I had to do a, um, a, a, a physical for the show, right? And so I go in and, um, I, uh, you know. Do I need um, to pull up the Jaws music again? <laughs> <laughs> How's your oh, pussy? Oh, they didn't have to look at my ass. Because I asked that in case I needed to shave my ass, but they didn't ask that. It's so thoughtful. <laughs> well, yeah. Black vagina, you gotta cut your way to the <laughs> Can you imagine a medical assistant just walking in the room smelling and leaving? <laughs> I know what you're doing. I wash my ass. I used to be a sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the lady take my blood pressure and it was 96 over 52. And I was like, bitch, I'm by dead. And she was like, do you have low high blood pressure? Do you have low blood pressure? I said, bitch, I'm fat. It's high for us. <laughs> and so she did it again, and it came at like 101.69 or something. I'm like, I need to find out what my motherfucking blood pressure is so goddamn low. Mm. I, I think from not getting no sleep, my husband was, was snoring say, yeah. so bad the other night that I think the motherfucking dresser drawers was opening by <laughs> I got the fuck out of that room it was almost like a fucking scary movie <gasps> I said okay nigga I'm telling you now I'm not gonna stay here beating you in your chest all night so, so I just went and got on the couch 
I could not believe how he snored so loud the other night that I literally wanted to hurt him. My brother and sister-in-law, the, he goes and sleeps on the couch because he snores, and she's pregnant right now. But like, do you, why don't you just go sleep on the couch like every night like that? Like, like you sleep like a baby down here. It's so quiet and peaceful in this basement. Nigga's cold too. I'm not sleeping down here. I'm, I don't, don't want to sleep. I slept on the upstairs couch. I don't want to walk down these stairs. But man, I'm telling you, he snored. I ain't never heard snoring like that in my fucking life. And then he goes, <laughs> okay, fat boy. <laughs> Has he looked into like a sleep test or a sleep apnea machine? He won't go. He went and they told him he got, they gave both of us a sleep apnea machine. He won't put him in his mouth. But my friend told me they got the, the mouthpiece he can go to sleep with. Mm. I'm about to find that goddamn mouthpiece. Uh, Zipa, I think is what it's called. It's like happy Z spelled backwards. I don't it's know, but I'm about like to find it or because like the that. way the way he snore is like it's the it's, it's it's it's. I was on the phone in a meeting and they said, "Are you at a train station?" <laughs> I said, "Let me get the fuck up." <laughs> I said, "I can't tell them this is my husband snoring like this." <laughs> Sorry, see, that's a homeless man at the bus station. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, is the type of person that you can wake up, mm-hmm. he'll what going on? What going on? We, Cause he been in the military, right? <laughs> what going on, nigga? You snoring? <laughs> he snores in the Vietnam. <laughs> the, the choppers, <laughs> Charlie in the bush. <laughs> I will tell you by the time he was fighting in his sleep. No, <laughs> and I was sitting up on the bed just minding my business, and we had just got together. He was out of the military, and he just raised up in the bed and knocked the shit out of me and lay back down with his sleep. I said, <laughs> I had a big ass knot on side of my head. I said, the fuck you hit me for nigga. So, you know I'm a hit back type of bitch. I said, nigga, I don't give a fuck if you will sleep. I'm gonna get my motherfucking leg back. I hit that motherfucker back time. What you doing? I said, nigga, you just put a big ass knot on somebody. I ain't do that. I said, nigga, you he just got up like he was a fucking robot and hit me on side of the head and laid back down. Oh, mission complete. <laughs> I am the Terminator. <laughs> I, I talk in my sleep, and my ex-wife told me that at one point I was laying on my stomach, and I get up on all fours. I turn my head slowly to her, and I go, "The power of Christ is here." <laughs> she said she had never been more terrified in her entire life. I see why you divorced. Yeah. <laughs> well, my dad has night terrors. I remember walking in and saving my mom because he was like standing over her with a lamp. It's glass lamp and like, I'm going to kill you. I don't know if he was asleep or not, but it was. <laughs> he, he, my little brother used to have night terrors. It's impossible to wake the motherfuckers up. Yeah. He'd just be screaming the whole goddamn time. We used to beat the shit out of this little nigga. Wake up. <laughs> Put his hand in the water. He done peed all over. The house. Uh, they don't wake up. I don't know what that shit's what about. What the fuck is night terrors? It's it's like you're having a nightmare, but your body is awake. You're moving. Like my brother has them too. They're they. My sister in law says he like will run around the house or scream. Like I I, I remember peeing is in the uh, in the hamper as a kid because I was just <laughs> dreaming that I was walking around. I was walking around thinking I was peeing somewhere, and uh, it turns out I was peeing in my old clothes. <laughs> but I was fully asleep. I didn't remember it. My dad caught me one time carrying around my television. 
Like I had picked up a television about to you throw it downstairs. You were trying to fuck the TV. I wasn't trying to fuck the TV. Yes, it is. You thought that was a black woman in your arm, and you were wearing <laughs> out. Well, guilty as charged. Oh, you were stealing in your dreams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever did anything like that. I mean, I I know. Um, It's <laughs> a button, so it doesn't. Uh, yeah, denied. This is a studio, but um, you know, I've never done anything like that. Like where you really, uh, you know, uh, walk around shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't sleep long. People say I don't sleep. I right. literally will go to you sleep don't. at seven and be back up at twelve. Yeah. I had a nightmare one time that I was fighting penguins and walruses. And to this day, I'm like terrified of penguins. <laughs> this is the realest. Yeah, this is the realest shit ever. It was in my grandmother's house. I was probably like three or four years old. And uh, they just kept coming out of this closet. It was just a fuck. They were the big penguins, too. Not them little motherfuckers. The ones with the, the, the yellow. Penguins. Yeah. The, March of and the they penguins. were just doing that. Oh, fucking scared. And there was one giant walrus in the middle of the room. And he had those big long teeth, and he kept just fucking trying to stab all the penguins. But they was walking, <laughs> walking around the sides. Oh, it was terrifying. I'm scared of penguins. Can you? I have a lot of dreams. Do y'all dream? Yeah, mm-hmm. I dream I a dream. lot. My husband said he don't ever dream. I don't believe that shit. But I used to like dream when I played the lottery. I would dream the shit out of the number. I never forget. I had a friend named D, and I kept having this same dream. And it was I can't remember what the numbers were. But he's like. I just kept hitting the number every fucking other day, the lottery in Atlanta. And so he said, I'm going to take you to the dog track. And the first motherfucking thing that came in, I won. I gave, we gave, gave him the number. I think we won like $15,000. Wow. It was just numbers that I could not stop dreaming. And my mind was like, it was, it was around Christmas time. So like people were robbing drug dealers and they was getting shot all the time. Literally at seven o'clock every day I was hitting the number. I said, Bye, niggas. I'm out of here. I don't need that. <laughs> and they started saying I was snitching because I kept hitting the lottery and leaving right before everybody getting busted. Uh-huh. No, nigga. I'm just hitting the lottery. <laughs> I was literally hitting the fucking lottery like crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I, my dreams are like really, they're like movies. They're big and cinematic or like James Bond type movies. And like, there's always a problem going on. Like, what are, you, what are your dreams like? Are they like... I used to I used to have this reoccurring dream. Why you got cinematic dreams? Because <laughs> I got have white privilege while you sleep. I have a big brain. I can't help it. I got a big brain too, nigga. But I ain't seen no cinematic I'm, shit in my dreams. It's because I'm nosy. I just read all these books and then fill my head with all these plots. <laughs> She's pissed off at your dreams, right? No, that's true. How the fuck you get nice dreams, nigga? <laughs> I hate him. He get nice dreams. You dream about cinematic and shit. I'm dreaming about dead folk come back and tell you you don't get pregnant by this nigga no more. <laughs> that happened? So I, I was going to marry my first kid's father. And my mama had just died. So I was dreaming one night. I was at this beautiful ball and all of these people was dancing. They had only long dress. Like the white woman do with the motherfucking the fucking... You know how they used to tie their waist up and shit, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, them yeah. types of dress. And um, I'm at this ball and I don't know where the fuck I'm at. And no lie, yeah, my mom was dressed up and she turned around. She said, don't marry that motherfucking nigga. And I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up. 
And I did. She scared the dog shit out. And that mom and dad a long time. And I've never dreamed of that lady since then. <laughs> that one dream, she said, uh-uh, bitch, you ain't going out like me. And she kept, she said, oh, marry that motherfucking nigga. <laughs> and that was it. Is that the reason you didn't? I knew she. She wait, yeah. That's. I think that's why I didn't marry. Mm. Plus, he was already married, so that could have helped out too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't marry a nigga that's already married. But um, this is a weird remake of Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> don't know what Fiddler on the Roof. Say you're the only nigga who saw that. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. To 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 your dream. But go ahead on tell us about your cinematic dreams. I was asking what your dreams were like. I dream a lot about. Um, I haven't dreamed in a while, and it could be because he'd be snowing. Yeah, you can't get to that state. Yeah, you don't yeah, even I, sleep that long. No, I don't. I have a you lot go of to sleep. At, you say you wake up at three. What time do you go to sleep? Before you called me at one thirty yesterday. Jeez, I probably just woke up. Damn. I don't know why I don't sleep. When I'm in a hotel and I come from a show, I rest. When I'm here, my minds are always going, always going. I always got something to do. Have you thought about like going and just renting a hotel up here at the the crossroads here? No, I'm not going to the motherfucking truck stop hotel. There's, there's like a Hilton up there. Like they two still suck away. dick on the front porch. Where is this located at? at the- <laughs> Crossroads, see you yeah, at the crossroads. Somebody nah, just, his remote control dick. Just up there by the McDonald's. There's all those hotels. Why don't you just go get a night? Like take a week. Say to these this group, this house, and just go. You're on your own. I'm going to the weekend. I'm just gonna go to get a Is nap. Gariana back? Can you do that? I could do that, but I'm not. I got. See, <sighs> you need it. I'm okay. All right. Yeah, I'm okay. As long as he don't like tonight. I'm I'm probably gonna make me a pallet on the sofa because I'm not gonna put up with that shit. Yeah. And I need to catch up on the blacklist anyway. So that's the my we're we're binging on it right now. It's my favorite show. Oh my god! I'm, I think they're about four episodes in the new season, so I'm gonna catch up this weekend. I'm in I'm in season six right now. Oh my god! That show's so goddamn one episode, good. But you guys make it sound amazing. It is. There is at the six seasons. I don't think there's been one episode that I thought dragged. Me neither. It, every episode's great. Every father, every motherfucking episode of the blacklist is the bomb. Yeah. I fucking love it. You know the guy who plays the nerdy uh, police officer on there? The the computer guy? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, hit me up one day on Twitter. He, he, he liked the picture. And I was like, I'm a fucking fan. He is my favorite character. He's like so sweet and such a like innocent soul. And then he's surrounded by all these corrupt cops. And it's just, yeah. That's I was, awesome. Uh, it's, you should watch it, Dan. You really should. You will just I'll not- stop watching my sex cult on HBO. Uh <laughs> That shit is the wildest <laughs> shit ever. Which documentary? The Val. It's mm. like girls. It was about those. Um, the suit. The in Albany, New York. The yeah, Smallville. The Smallville yeah. girl. They all got these brands of. It was two people. It was a guy named Kenny and a woman named Allison. And they they were getting all these. It was like a pyramid scheme of sex bitches. <laughs> but it was crazy because they were like. They, they just. They controlled them with their words. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like there was, uh, well, they blackmailed them too. Like they got a bunch of naked pictures and stuff, but I'm only on season four, out of, I think nine episodes, but this shit was just, it was like, bitch, you free to leave. Just go. Right. Like, so what? Some Somebody see like- your titties. Who cares? You know what I mean? Just, just leave. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to watch that. It's, I'm- it's, it, I was literally watching it like 